You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Mahomes takes the snap at his right thigh, dumps it over the middle, caught by Kelsey at the 30, spins back behind Kelsey at the 15-yard line, Kelsey at the 10-5, touchdown, Kansas City, in the biggest AFC West game in five years, the Chiefs put the hammer down with a 34-yard touchdown pass, Mahomes to Kelsey, and the Chiefs take a commanding two-game lead in the AFC West with a guts. Gutsy, gutsy, win in overtime. Welcome on in, BetQL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. A gutsy win last night, as you heard the call there by the Kansas City Chiefs in overtime. They take a pretty commanding lead in the AFC West. That game was wild, and I don't even know if we have enough time today to unpack that one and the decisions that went into that game and how that game went for all the betters out there. Joe Ojo, G. Aaron Hawks was with you on this Friday morning. We'll get to every Week 15 NFL game. We'll get to some bowl games for this weekend in college football, and we will have a uh, another same-game parlay in partnership with FanDuel for an NBA game tonight. So we'll get to all that, but let's just start with what happened last night. I mean, that game, at times, you know, it started off Chiefs, right, that it felt like it was moving towards the Chargers, and then it ends in a flurry. Joe, you were on the first half under, and that was <laughs> the right play. The game goes, well... It was a lucky play. Well, right. But well, you know what? When you have Brandon Staley, and we'll talk about it, you could have wacky swings and points because of his decision-making. So you hit the first half under. Obviously, the game goes over in the fourth quarter with a flurry of points into overtime. The Chargers and the points, three, three and a half, four, wherever you were, once that touchdown went in overtime, it died. You know, it's the third time this year that has happened. The Dallas Patriots game. Last week, Bills and the uh, the Bucks, Aaron, and then last night, the same thing. Or if you have three, three and a half heading into overtime, you're like, all right, I got three and a half, four, whatever you have. Field goal, I'm, I'm going to win. Touchdown beats you, and the touchdown beat them. All I could think about was our guy, Jeff, and Fourth and Staley. Like, yes. dude, your guy just lost the game for you. He just came on the show and jinxed the whole damn thing. Yeah. Now his, his players lost the game. That's what happened. I mean – this is what Brandon Staley is and this is why people love them and then you get on the national stage and suddenly everyone's in shock oh my god what is he doing he's leaving so many points on the board the Chargers left a lot of points on the board the problem was the players and the execution my only criticism would be maybe maybe he trusts his players a little bit too much but I would trust my guys if I had Justin Herbert Eckler was clearly hobbled and just watched their actions. 
I mean, they were splitting it between three running backs. That doesn't happen if Eckler's 100. Right. And he was he was out, he's a little bit on the field, and he's arguably their best offensive weapon. I know some would say Keenan Allen, but I think it's a pretty good debate. I, I would lean towards the, the Eckler side. Parham dropped a touchdown, had the scary injury in the first quarter. Jared Cook had a walk-in touchdown. He dropped it. He dropped it. Uh, failed fourth and two from the KC 28. I don't have an issue with it. And the idea that this is a touchdown game, he was right in the end. 28-28 going into overtime. Now, it, it, the one thing I would say I, I was more correct about wasn't the first half under that I hit, not, not the KC minus three that I hit, is my concern about playing the full game total is that things would get wacky in the fourth quarter, and they got wacky in the fourth quarter. So it was 14-13 going into the fourth quarter. In the fourth quarter in overtime, we had 35 points alone. <laughs> And the, the scores, you have 27 on the board uh, on a game that was 52 and a half. Is that what it went off at 52 or so last night? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 14-13 heading to the fourth quarter. We're like, all right. It was. Yeah, you feel like the under is a lock. Aaron, it wasn't. Let's go back to the Staley thing, Aaron, because you brought yeah. it up. And it's, I think it's the biggest story I think it's debatable, night. though, right? I mean, three yes. times you're within field goal range and three times – you decide not to kick the field goal. And I, I understand, you know, Joe O's point as well. Like the players are also to blame. But are these coaches being too aggressive? I don't know. I mean, should he have kicked some field goals? Well, it, it would have changed the way the game expressed itself, right? Like the Chiefs come back and the way that game happened, if they're up nine, if there's nine extra points on the board for the Chargers at different points of the game, Perhaps it's different. Here is my thing. And someone sent me a message last night. We talked about Staley. I forget when it was. Maybe it was when they played the, uh, the the Ravens and he had a bad day, right? They had a bad day and he kept going for four downs and they got stuffed early in that game. We talked yeah. about the show. And I guess one of our listeners remembered the conversation. And I think I said something like, he's either going to win them a playoff game or lose them a playoff game. And obviously last night wasn't a playoff game, but it was big. Sure. Here is my problem with all of this. And I, I generally think what Staley does is right, right? Like the smart decision usually is more often than not's going to work. But like, I, I think of baseball, right? Like in baseball, there's 162 games. There's a long sample for it to play out. So if you're wrong one day or your aggressiveness backfires, you have so much time to make up for that. And in the end, it's going to correct itself and better decisions win. There's only 17 NFL games, right? If you're aggressive to the nth degree in a game, you could lose the game. Like, your team could lose the game. I just, it's interesting because we're going now, Joe, to a point where this is the way coaches do it. And Staley is like the, the leader of the pack. Well, More he's than the extreme. Yeah. He's the extreme. He's, he's the extreme too. I just That's wonder a, if, the, if football is not set up for it to even out. Like you could be smart and make the right decision and you have a tough year and you lose three games because of it. Everyone's like, right. you missed the playoffs. Right. For example, Buffalo Bills, they're 0-5 in one score games. Right. We don't know that that's going to turn around. And then in the next year, in the offseason, we're going to hear how that's going to turn around. It's guaranteed to turn around because that just doesn't happen. They're, they're better than the record showed. Here's my biggest issue with Staley is if you're in, if you're going to be the uber aggressive coach, coach, do it all the time. Do it all the time. And he did most of the time. Mm-hmm. You know what he did? He, he missed out on? He missed out on an opportunity to step on their throat. Right. Exactly. Exactly, Joe G. He didn't go for two. He took the extra point to go for eight. He had the opportunity to make it a two-score game late, step on their throat, 
end it. You have so much trust in your offense and Justin Herbert, and I totally get that. I mean, he said it after the game. Mahomes is on the other side. It's a touchdown game. This is why this is part of what went into the decisions. I am curious if it's the Jaguars, if it's another team on the other side. Is he making the same calls? I think he's making the same calls. But, but, because it's still Brandon Staley. Go for two there. If you follow the math every time, you go for two in that spot, especially with Mahomes on the other side. And also on the other side, it looks like that Tyreek-Kelsey-Mahomes combination is back, which I've been saying for weeks, guys. If this defense is actually good or in the middle of the road, they'll figure it out. Oh, they may have figured it out now. And I should have bet on that Mahomes interception. (laughs) You're right. That was early, too. Yeah, Yeah, you're right on that. All right, let's hear from Brandon Staley. Uh, by the way, Chargers' first team since at least 2000. And the way it was worded when I saw the ESPN stats and info. No, I, I, I have the official updated if you want it. Go ahead, yeah. Okay, because this is from Lions. So the first time a team has failed uh, before halftime, more right. than once on fourth and goal, right? That's the stat you have? Mm-hmm. So the official, the last time this happened was December 16th. 1984 yesterday was december 16th wow 2021 it happened between the chargers and the chiefs that's pretty amazing that is <laughs> so you know what Brand, brandon staley is not just mr analytics he's mr history he's a football and, historian and it was the chargers yeah it was wow. the chargers that failed in 1984 against the chiefs on december 16th I'm glad you had that because the one I saw ESPN had it from 2000 on, first time since then. But that that's incredible. That's better. Let's hear from Brandon Staley. He explained himself, and he did it in his usual calm and uh, composed manner. This is what he said after the game about his decision-making last night. It's life in the NFL when in decision-making like that. And I think that from where my mindset is is that I know that the quickest way to win a game like that is to score touchdowns, not field goals, especially considering who's on the other side. And to me – when you feel like you're in an advantage situation, when you don't feel like it's a gamble, when you feel like this is an advantage for you, then that's going to be our mindset. Okay, And I don't think that any decision that we made tonight, I made tonight, was a gamble. We felt like it was an advantage situation for us, and that's why we did it. If we didn't feel like that was the case, then we would have kicked a field goal or we would have punted. And um, that's the way we're going to do things around here. And uh, you know, I know that our team uh, embraces that mindset, and uh, we're going to continue to do it every game we play moving forward. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Yeah, interesting, Aaron. He said he said he didn't feel they were gambles. I mean, maybe he didn't think it was like, it wasn't a fourth and 13, right? It's fourth and one, fourth and two, fourth and goal. But it is a gamble when you're, you're trading the idea of three likely points for maybe yeah. zero. Like, that is a gamble. Nine points became zero points, so. Yeah, it's I a gamble. Right? I see the argument both ways, and he's, 
it, uh, it's a tough thing. It's, it's tough, you know, and, and I do think like what Joel was talking about, like the consistency. I mean, that's who he is. He's an aggressive coach. That's what he does. So he was sticking to it. He said he loved the way they played the game. Joel's like, really? I guess. <laughs> like, I'm glad someone loves it. But <laughs> I here, here's what I hate about all this that we're going to see with the talking head screaming today is we have the results. It's easy when you have the results, when you know, oh, you, right. you could have had an extra extra few points there. Uh, AFC updated odds. We know the Chiefs are winning the division now. For sure. Minus 1,700. <laughs> Minus 1,700. The Chargers are 12 to 1. The Broncos are 55 to 1 uh, this morning on Fandle. So the Chiefs pretty much locked up that division last night. I'll say this. They hung with them. They have no home field advantage. They hung with Mahomes, Kelsey, and Tyreek. When they looked right, they should have scored into the 40s. So maybe it's a team that we should be looking at. We, we keep talking about this wide-open AFC. You said he's going to win or lose them a playoff game. Well, maybe he could win a couple. 30-1 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. I think it's an interesting number. I still like that. They're going to go to the playoffs, right? They'll get their schedule down the stretch. They yep. have some easy games. They're going to make the playoffs. So last night, Staley became the story. A loss for the Chargers became the story. But, Joe, you spun it the other way. And that, the story also is the Chiefs because I, I said it all week. I need to see one game. Like, do it against someone, not then the Raiders. And in the end, it took a flurry, Aaron, but that offense came alive. And is Travis Kelsey awake again? Like, that yes. – yes. Those were catches and runs that we haven't seen out of Travis Kelsey in a long time. Yeah, he had a great game. We, we've been missing that. And now the Chiefs are the Super Bowl favorites, right? Didn't they move? They Plus are certainly the, they are the favorites. You're right. Right now, five to one. Sense. They're tied with Tampa Bay, both five to one. Um, wow. so that that's interesting too. I was thinking about, you know, which team in the AFC can can beat them. Um so I don't know. I mean, I guess Jeff we've just Einberg. been waiting for this team to get it together. Um, and they're looking like a complete team at the right time, and that's all that matters. They are off to a maybe they're the Bucks of last year. Could, Maybe they no, are. could be. Seven <laughs> straight wins, five straight covers. Jeff Feinberg nailed it in the preview yesterday. Derwin James health. He was active. And what happened? Left the game. Yep. He left the game with a hammy. And then what happened? Kelsey went bananas. Kel is from uh, Bill Barnwell. Kelsey with Derwin James on the field for 26 defensive snaps. One catch for 14 yards. James off the field, 41 snaps. Nine catches, 177 yards, and two touchdowns. Joe, did you say that on purpose? Kelsey went bananas. Because I have a follow-up on the banana league. <laughs> do you have oh, Do you have him on your roster? I, I do. I have Kelsey on the roster, but it's <laughs> tragic because due to Great technical segue. difficulties, oh, no. technical difficulties on the blockchain, oh, no. uh, the, league, the league got pushed back a week, oh, so I get no. none of those points. So we're not going to yacht. I don't think. Oh, oh you got to be grandfathered in with those stats. I mean, that's, Come the, on, man. that's his game back. of the year. And this is why life. we make fun of NFTs on the show. Right, right. That one was for Jake, really. But I yeah, did, that was sad. I did see some people uh, on Twitter in their playoff matchup this week. They're going against Kelsey or, or Tyree. I have them in another league. So I was happy about that. There, there were people tweeting they deleted the app. Like, season's over. <laughs> They they're not even going to look. They're not even looking this weekend. They're not going to suffer through this. It's not going to ruin their life for the next four or five days. 
Joe, when you mentioned the uh, odds for the Chiefs in the AFC West minus 1,700 now, it made me think, like, boy, when the Chiefs were down, that was the time to jump on them. There, There is no – no, there's nothing in the NFL that you could count on more than Andy Reid. I mean, think about his teams in Kansas City since he's gotten there. His even worst, money. They were even money. I'm, his record in Kansas City now with the Chiefs is is one – is 101 and 41. 101 and 41. The guy has won 71% of his games. It's getting to the Chiefs. Here, I, I threw this I threw this trend out there, and trends are trends. You know, they're always going to go the other way at some point. Uh, at the end of the show yesterday, but it's worth bringing up again. Sure, I, I was a little lucky to get the cover at KC minus three, but I'll just say anytime I see Pat Mahomes field goal or less as a favorite, it's an automatic bet. It's an automatic bet. In the situations when Mahomes is not favored by more than a field goal, he's now 12-2-1 against the spread. Wow. Well, I'm glad you got your money last night. You might not see that again for a while. The Chiefs are rolling. I, right. The numbers are going to change. How great are these Mahomes-Herbert battles going to be for the next decade? Oh, it's incredible. I mean, one yeah. guy is just an artist. The other guy is just his arm talent. It's off the charts. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, Becky L. Daly, Presented by FanDuel Sports, we start diving into every NFL game for Week 15. Line movement, injury issues, COVID issues, we'll bring it to you all coming up right here on the Beck UL Network.